Team, Coach Gary here. This is episode 17 of the Brick and Block podcast titled History Keeps Repeating Itself, But Will We Listen? And this is an audio version of my July 2020 Full Contact Project Manager column in Masonry Magazine. There's a reason I wrote this column. Some would look at our country and conclude that things are really messed up right now. It's hard to argue. However, let's temper that judgment, realizing that just about eight decades ago, the world was on the brink of war, a world war, and we came through it. In fact, the infamous Battle of Britain began 81 years ago this July, and that was quite a bit bigger mess than we have today, believe it or not. So it's important to have some perspective. In all considered, in some respects, this might be one of the most important podcasts I've ever done. But then, again, all of my podcasts are important. So, dig in. And we begin immediately, and by immediately, I mean once I remind you that you can find our website at brickandblockpodcast.com. That's brick and blockpodcast.com. I'm making a point this episode about websites that support your business, and I've got an excellent example of one. It's the Masonry Contractor Special website. You'll see it there. It's what you've been looking for. It's bulletproof. It's beautiful, cutting edge, and done for you, practically free. You're going to love this one, so check it out. And of course, if you're not a masonry contractor, we have one very similar, but in your specialty. So do check it out. Okay, team, hang on, buckle up, listen up, and prepare to move up. And now, episode 17, history keeps repeating itself, but will we listen? Have we lost sight of what's important? The goal? Have we kept our eyes on the ball? Nope. I wrote this in June 2020. Do things look bad and messed up right now? Yep. Do people screw up and do horrific acts? Sometimes. Makes me want to cry. I need some balance. How about you? Is the world right now the most horrible it's ever been? Or is there some progress, some promise? Let's look around. Way back when, before most of us were even born, a career politician met with the head of state with a mission of achieving, for the first time in human history, world peace. A noble goal, right? The two countries along with the vast majority of journalists around the planet, celebrated wildly that September 30th of 1938. And with Germany having consumed Austria just six months prior, people really wanted this. So a treaty was signed, and British Prime Minister Neville Chamberlain promised peace for our time. Great, it sounds so good. Could anything possibly go wrong? Well, it did. Less than two years later, July 10th, 1940, the Battle of Britain began and Germany attacked Britain by air. And just a few months prior to that, 
400,000 British troops were almost lost at Dunkirk, France, and they would have been lost were it not for the determined citizens of the United Kingdom who sailed across the English Channel and helped the Navy rescue fully 350,000 of them. Many saved by British fishermen in their tiny little boats, a few at a time. That's a whole lot of trips over rough water. But they got it done. There's a lesson here, isn't there? So, things were not going well. The British certainly had not achieved peace for their time. Something had to be done. King George realized he needed as the godfathers, Don Vito Corleone, might have said, a wartime consigliere. The king knew he needed leadership, and he needed it right now. Have you ever found yourself in that position? You're working on a project. You're trying to get it done on time and budget, trying to be a nice guy or gal, and somebody just won't get out of your way. Harms your budget, kills your company, destroys your time frame. You know what I'm talking about? You reach a point where nice for the sake of nice gets thrown out the window. And to survive, you assert your right to lead, especially if you're under fire. And you begin leading from the front again. Enter consigliere and now Prime Minister Winston Churchill. He took over as PM from Chamberlain early May 1940. And in a speech before the House of Commons of the UK Parliament, he let them know what was before them. And it wasn't pretty. No platitudes, no grandiosity. He reminded them that they were in the preliminary stage of one of the greatest battles in history. What did Churchill say? And team, you should really find this speech, cut it out and paste it over your desk at work. Really, it's that good. Here's what he said. I have nothing to offer but blood, toil, tears, and sweat. We have before us an ordeal of the most grievous kind. We have before us many, many months of struggle and suffering. You ask, what is our policy? I say it is to wage war by land, sea, and air, war with all our might and with all the strength God has given us, and to wage war against a monstrous tyranny never surpassed in the dark and lamentable catalog of human crime. That is our policy. <laughs> he was not one to mince words. A straight shooter. Now there's another lesson for us. Churchill termed the fiasco at Dunkirk a colossal military disaster. And then he continued, You ask, what is our aim? I can answer it in one word. It is victory. Victory at all costs. Victory in spite of all terrors. Victory, however long and hard the road may be, for without victory there is no survival. Let that be realized. No survival for the British Empire? No survival for all that the British Empire has stood for? No survival for the urge, the impulse of the agents, that mankind shall move forward toward his goal? Come then, let us go forward together with our united strength. Huh. 
These last several months for our country have been somewhat similar, aren't they? The battles continue. Strategies change and evolve. Hysterical people along with powerful bureaucrats seem to have their way. That was the case in 1938. They got their way then. But what happened in 1940? It's another story. Completely. Eighty years ago, Churchill addressed the House of Commons and he shared with his people the reality that he foresaw on the horizon. So Churchill said, I expect that the Battle of Britain is about to begin. Upon this battle depends the survival of Christian civilization. Upon it depends our own British life and the long continuity of our institutions and our empire. The whole fury and might of the enemy must very soon be turned on us. Hitler knows that he will have to break us in this island or lose the war. If we can stand up to him, all Europe may be free and the life of the world may move forward into broad, sunlit uplands. But if we fail, then the whole world, including the United States, including all that we have known and cared for, will seek into the abyss of a new, dark age made more sinister and perhaps more protracted by the lights of a perverted science. Let us therefore brace ourselves to our duties and so bear ourselves that if the British Empire and its commonwealth last for a thousand years, men will still say, this was their finest hour. That air battle raged for 113 days, much longer than the lockdowns many have endured here in the U.S., Parents sent their children to live safely in a temporary foster home far from the carnage of London. Britain lost over 1,400 air crews. Additionally, some 43,000 civilians were killed and 139,000 wounded. And in the midst of it, August 20th, 1940, knowing that his country had to win at all costs, whatever the cost, no matter the sacrifice, and would win, somehow, some way, he foresaw victory. And in the midst of it, having watched the outnumbered and seriously outgunned RAF keep at bay the vaunted German Luftwaffe until both sides either knew or realized who would ultimately win the air battle? Churchill inspired his people to the greatness of their destiny which lay before them. The air battle of Britain was then only half over when Churchill shared this vision with his nation and somehow he sensed, he foresaw, he knew victory in all of this, the debt of gratitude they all owed to those who waged the battle in the skies. And he said this, the gratitude of every home in our island, in our empire, and indeed throughout the world, except in the abodes of the guilty, goes out to the British airmen who, undaunted by odds, unweakened by their constant challenge and mortal danger, are turning the tide of war by their prowess and their devotion. Never in the field of human conflict was so much owed by so many 
to so few. All hearts go out to the fighter pilots whose brilliant victories we see with our own eyes day after day, but we must never forget that all the time, night after night, month after month, our bomber squadrons travel far into Germany, find their targets in the darkness by the highest navigational skill, aim their attacks, often under the heaviest fire, often at serious loss, with deliberate, careful precision, and inflict shattering blows upon the whole of the technical and war-making structure of the Nazi power. October 31st, 1940. That air war ended. A huge team effort. Coach Gary's thoughts? I don't know about you, but as bad as our 2020 has been for me, I surely wouldn't trade it for their 1940. No doubt, 2020 has been a tough year for all of us, and it looks like it might continue. We often hear people telling others to hang in there, we'll get through this, things like that. Coach Gary has himself said precisely that on several occasions. But why do we say such things and respond so positively when we hear them ourselves? It's because we've also witnessed these things. I love history. I love the lessons it teaches us because, as the old saying goes, if you don't remember the past, you are condemned to repeat it. And that reference was regarding the bad elements of history. But it also applies in the other direction. Remember the good that you've done, the struggles you've overcome, the brilliance of your strategy, the fullness of your friendships, and the depth of your faith. These things will transport you over the rough patches, down the dark roads, past the sketchy people who would seek to get in your way. Too many people are worried about things they can't control, yet turn their backs on those they can. Said another way, take the high road or the low road. As for me and my house, we'll take the road less traveled. May this become our finest hour. And I close with Coach Gary's takeaway. Whatever your situation, ready yourself, your community, your family and company, and get set to take off. Go lead because we'll get through this all of it of course we will okay team that's it for today you can reach out to us by email brick and block podcast at gmail.com so spell out the word a and d brick and block podcast at gmail.com our website again brick and block Go there and check out my almost free masonry contractor special website, which is geared to home services contractors. Hey, be sure and subscribe to the podcast. It's important because we want you to join us for the next episode. And now for the Brick and Block podcast, this is Coach Gary. Thanks for stopping by.